Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. If you're looking for a space to navigate life's light and dark moments, I invite you to download my app, Affirm It. It's an app I crafted to help you create your spiritual practice because I know how hard it can be to manage your energy throughout all the different things life throws at us. So we celebrate the light and the dark. We're not asking you to be positive all the time. We're super, super raw, super real and welcoming to all the feelings. And so inside of the app, I've created a ton of intentional features to help you with your spirituality. We have daily affirmations to help you stay consistent on your journey. We have guides, practices, and journaling to help you with the self-improvement. And we have guided meditations and visualizations to help you deepen your practice and connect to yourself. One of my favorite things that I've created for the app is actually guided affirmations. So it's something you listen to. It helps you effortlessly reprogram your limiting beliefs. And lastly, we have affirmation reminders. So that way you can get the good kind of notifications and affirm anytime and anywhere. So I invite you to download the app today, start your free seven day trial. And after that, it's only $4.49 a month and even less if you do our annual plan. Head to the show notes to download it on your phone today. Hi everyone, this is Pyle and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict podcast. Today we're talking the power of feeling good. And I wanna preface this with, If you tune into this episode, I really hope you can listen to the whole thing because I think feeling good when it comes to the power of manifesting is really taken out of context very quickly. And I want to make sure that it's not an overwhelming topic and it's not a discouraging topic, nor I don't want it to feel like it's on the verge of toxic positivity because that's absolutely not what I'm going for. Um, So with that being said, I really hope you can listen to the whole thing if this is something you're working on, um, because I think feeling good is super misunderstood. So when I say I think there is so much power in feeling good, it's because I really think how we feel sets our vibration. And when it comes to manifestation and the law of attraction, what we're vibrating at, the frequency which we're vibrating at, is what determines the frequency of what comes into our life. So that's where law of attraction shows up, law of vibration, all of these different laws, how we feel is actually one of the foundational roots of determining our vibration, which determines what we manifest, which determines how we feel after something manifests. So it's kind of a cycle. And I think feeling good is the reason why we are missing our manifestations is because we think we'll feel good after our manifestation shows up. We think we're going to feel good. We think we're going to feel better once our manifestation is in our life. 
I get it. I operated from this mindset for a very long time and still things still did manifest. So I'm not saying it's not possible for things to not manifest. What I'm trying to say is, and I don't think me saying it is really going to make a difference, but I just want to share it in case it does impact you because I wish I could fully embody this. Um, Things would have come so much easier in my life. I know it. But if we can work on feeling good now, that's the most that's the best version of acting as if, because when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to why we're manifesting something, 99% of the reason is because we think we're going to feel better because of it. So some examples, we think if we're going to manifest more money, we will feel better because we might not be as stressed. We might not feel as strapped. We might be able to afford things that we've always wanted. In turn, we feel good. We feel better. We want to manifest our soulmate. We think we will feel happier. We will feel loved. We will feel better. We think we want to manifest our dream job. We are going to feel a better work-life balance. We are going to have all of these things. And in turn, the root of that is feeling better. So I hope you're able to start to see that correlation because I realized in my own journey, when I first learned about manifestation, it felt like, whoa, the world is my oyster. I can get anything I want. This is magic. And it is. I really do believe it is. I believe that's what it's there for. I believe that's our purpose as humans. However, I think where we start to mess up is we learn about manifestation. We learn that all of these tools, these affirmations, the visualizations, um, meditating even, we start to learn all these tools and we practice and use these tools as a means to get what we want. So those tools become like a means to an end rather than part of who we are and part of what we enjoy. And that's why I feel like we start missing the point. We start to practice affirmations out of, this is a requirement. Practicing my affirmations as a requirement is going to get me my manifestation. Meditating for 20 minutes a day is going to result in this manifesting. And we are focusing so much on the result where this journey and this practice, like the spiritual practice, starts to not even be impactful because we're completely missing the point. We're starting to feel that desperate energy. We're starting to search more. We start to look for our manifestations. It's like we do our affirmations and for two weeks we do them consistently. We're so committed. And then we're looking around and we're like, where the heck is my manifestation? The reason it's not manifesting is because we're searching and we're not feeling good throughout the journey. We're only thinking we can feel good once it shows up. And that is why I really believe if you can learn how to feel good now, I think your manifestation journey, your spiritual journey, your entire life journey will start to shift dramatically. And I know this is so much easier said than done. So I don't want you to think I'm just like, yeah, just feel happy all the time because that's where the misconceptions start to come in. So let me real quick define what I mean by feel good. Um, I don't mean that you have to have positive thoughts all the time. That's absolutely false. Um, It's not really even humanly possible for our brain to only have positive thoughts. What I mean is feeling good, feeling better is a conscious effort and it's a conscious choice to feel that way. And when it comes to feeling good, it doesn't mean we have to feel happy all the time. And it doesn't mean that it has to come 
and feel good from what we're manifesting. So sorry, I said that kind of weird. But what I'm trying to say is when I'm trying to explain that feeling good is so powerful, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to feel good about what we're manifesting. Sometimes, and I'm so serious about this because this is what's helped me, when all we can focus on is what we're manifesting, right? Say you are trying to manifest $100,000. You're trying to manifest a lot of money. When all you're doing, when all of your affirmations, when everything in your focus is to that manifestation and it's not showing up, that makes us feel frustrated very naturally, right? You have all these people telling you this process works and you look around and your manifestation is nowhere to be found. That naturally creates frustration. So how can I feel good? You might be like, Pyle, if my bank account is at zero, how can I feel good about $100,000? That's where I think a big misconception is, is it doesn't necessarily mean you have to feel good about your manifestation because I know how hard that can be. Because obviously if you felt good about your manifestation, it would be here by now, right? So there is so much power in feeling good in other areas of your life, in small things that might be so irrelevant to your manifestation that still impact your energy. They impact your vibration, which will impact what comes your way. So what I mean by this is even if you can't necessarily get your way to feel good around money or whatever you're trying to manifest, what are other things you can feel good about? What are other things in your life that you can feel good about that might be totally irrelevant? For example, can you feel good? Can you feel an appreciation that you woke up this morning? Can you feel good that you have a roof over your head? Can you feel good that, whoa, you have running water, you have running electricity? Can you be in awe of how organized the world is, even though it feels so chaotic and there's so much to complain about, there's also a lot of things to be in appreciation and feel good about. Like, wow, I can walk around, wake up with no difficulties. I can breathe really easily. I have sunshine that comes every single day. I can make myself tea. I can make myself coffee. There's so many little things you can feel good about. Can you look around at some of your closest friends and feel happy? Or maybe you have a family member. Um, And maybe if it's not people, what about, can you feel really good about the food you're eating? Maybe you love food. So feeling good doesn't have to come from manifestation and what you're manifesting. It can be from your daily life. You can feel good that you have really clean teeth when you brush your teeth. Like you can find ways and reasons to feel good if you really choose to. It's just a lot of us, we feel like we're in such a bad place, even though theoretically, if we take a step back, take ourselves out of the equation, there is so much cool stuff happening. There is so much good. The fact that I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, and wherever you are in the world listening to this, you can hear my voice clearly. You can listen to me in real time. You are hearing me and you can do that with ease effortlessly. Like that is amazing. And that's something we can feel good about. So there's so many options and choices and opportunities for us to feel good about that we often take for granted. And I think there is so much power in doing that, even if it's not related to your manifestation. Obviously, ideally, it is related to your manifestation, but sometimes realistically, that's just not possible. It's hard to do so. If you want to feel good about your manifestation, affirmations are such a good way to start getting you there. But I recommend supplementing these affirmations with feeling good in your little things, feeling good that you have clean drinking water. Thinking back to 50, 60 years ago, clean drinking water was not normal. Even today, it's not normal in certain parts of the world. So how can we start to feel good and feel an appreciation and feel in awe 
about things, even if they have nothing to do with our manifestation. This in turn, the more reasons you have to feel good, the more the universe will be like, ooh, you're feeling good. Let me give you more of that. And that's how the ripple effect begins. And lastly, um, an interesting thing I want to share with you, an interesting misconception is we don't think we have conscious choice over our emotions. Well, I want to be honest with you, we do. Typically, the way our brain works, one, our emotions last in our body for 90 seconds. So the first time you are broken up with, heartbreak, that emotion is in your body for 90 seconds. Everything after those 90 seconds I know how inconsiderate this sounds, but trust me, I've been through heartbreak too. I know what this feels like. And I know I did this is we are just remembering. We're remembering. We're recollecting that feeling. We're recollecting. We're living in the past. We're thinking of, wow, that was so good. That's just a conscious recollection. It's not the emotion constantly in your body. And it is take this with a grain of salt. Obviously, this might not be a one-size-fits-all approach. However, according to different articles that I've read, our emotions are in our body for 90 seconds at a time. The rest is us choosing to remember that emotion. Maybe we're choosing to think about it or it's triggering different thoughts. The rest of it is not actually the emotion itself. It's like an endless cycle we put ourselves through. So that's one aspect of emotions. The other aspect of emotions is when I tell people you have power to choose how you feel, that can feel really crazy. But I kid you not, as humans, the way we react to certain situations is habitual more than anything. It's a learned response. It's not actually how we want to respond. I've been in situations where the natural response would to be crying on the floor. The natural response would be to feel extreme grief. However, because I was aware of my emotions and I was thinking and pausing and processing before I reacted, I was able to choose a healthier emotion. And that's not to say that it's super easy to do. What I'm trying to say is that it's possible. So maybe it is a little difficult to control your emotion and choose a certain emotion. But I've been in situations where my friends I know are talking behind my back. I can choose to feel worthless or I can choose to be like, hmm, maybe they're just not true friends and move forward with my life and feel kind of grateful that I have the awareness to do that. So we get to kind of choose the way we see things. We get to choose the way we emotionally process things. And that comes with perception and slowing down and not worrying about the typical reaction, right? There is typical reactions to breakups, to drama, to friends being mean to each other, to your significant other and you getting in a fight or to feeling not good enough. Like there's typical emotions, but then there's also emotions that you can choose on purpose and it takes courage. It's not normal. People in your life might not understand you and they might not be able to process that. But if you want, you're able to choose your emotions because as humans, we have felt the full range of emotion, right? We have felt so many different types of emotions. Now that our brain knows those emotions, it's like turning to different channels on a radio. You can choose if you want to feel a certain one simply by changing the channel. That's a very simplified approach, of course. However, that possibility exists. And it's something I love spreading awareness about because I think we oftentimes feel like we're a victim to our emotions, to our anxieties, but actually we are so much more than how we feel. And we are not the feelings. We are the feeler. We're the feeler of our feelings. We're not the ones who are the feelings themselves. So you're able to grow past that. You're able to look beyond if you have the courage to do so.
So those are some of the misconceptions with the biggest one being you don't have to feel good all the time. That's not what I'm saying. It's what I'm saying is, can you create and look for opportunities for you to feel better? Maybe you don't feel joy all the time. Maybe instead of worry, you feel content. I'm not asking you to go from worry to feeling absolute bliss. I'm just asking you to feel a little bit better and that's all. With that being said, I wanted to share with you three of my favorite ways um, to just feel better. Another way to think about this is to raise your vibration. And those are gratitude. Um, Gratitude is one of the most powerful things we can do, and it's so easy on our fingertips. Um, So doing a gratitude rant, writing down 50 things you're grateful for, maybe not 50 if you don't have time, maybe five or 10, but it makes such a difference because you're starting to be aware of all of your blessings. Affirmations, of course, for me, these are my go-to foundation to feeling better. So we have affirmations for self-love, self-confidence, self-worth. Those affirmations to me always make me feel better. But obviously inside of Affirm It, I have tons of different categories for you. I'm pretty sure I even have one literally called affirmations to feel better. And lastly, meditation. So this is a whole topic for another day, but meditation is a way for you to reconnect with yourself and simply just the effort of meditating, right? Because I know most of you will be like, well, Pyle, I can't meditate. I can't visualize. I can't do it. Yes, you can. You're, we're meditating more than we realize we are. So just the intention to sit back for a little bit If you need a guided meditation, listen to a guided meditation. But trying to meditate is better than just saying you can't do it at all and avoiding it. The meditation is truly, truly proven to also raise our frequency, also shown to improve your mood. So those are three ways to feel better that you can literally do anytime, anywhere. You don't need anything for gratitude. You don't need anything to say affirmations and you don't need any tools to meditate. You can do all of these on your own. You can do them with no tools or if you need help, as you know, there's so many tools out there and I always will recommend my app. I have all of these three things inside of the app for you. If you feel like you need my support, head into there um, and check those tools out for you. The details of which tools I recommend are in the show notes for you. But truly what I want you to take away from this episode is that feeling good and feeling better, don't think of it that you have to feel good all the time or you have to feel so happy all the time. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is there's opportunities for you to feel good even if there's things for you not to feel good about. You might feel really anxious, but you can also feel good that you have a yummy cup of tea waiting for you. So you can feel multiple things at once. We are complex humans. So give yourself permission to feel complex. Give yourself permission to have a wide variety of feelings and try leaning into the good ones a little bit more than you usually do. So I hope this episode was helpful and I can't wait to see you in the next one. Talk to you soon. Bye. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest X. The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com.
Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.